back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Say hello to my little friend! Keep your friends close. Put your enemies closer. Houston, we have a problem. What we've got here is... The Sadie has no friends. Except, except Sean. Podcast! Okay. That tells you what. Uh, welcome to the newest episode of Sadie Has No Friends Except for Sean. And Sean, you are a hurting unit right now. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> We've already talked about this, but today it got me, the, the protein shake. I, I chugged drinks. a protein shake in the morning, and I, I figured out, I'm trying to find the science behind it, but I thought it was I have to eat something else first so that the protein shake doesn't go on an empty stomach. But today yeah. I ate something like right away. I did the protein shake right after I ate, and I don't think I gave it enough time, so it was still an empty stomach. So, uh-oh, if uh-oh. I puke at any moment, it'll just add character to the to the podcast. So this sounds like it lasts for like a really long time because you were telling me you drive to work, and sometimes you'll feel like insanely sick driving to work. No, oh, it's like a fifteen minute, twenty minute. Thing. Do you think that? Do you think that it's worth it? Well, I mean, I can't. I can't go back to eating donuts and toaster strudels for breakfast because that makes me fat. So I, yeah, it's worth it. I would just not even drink anything though. Why not just drink water? With like I need lemon. protein. Eat some chicken. Then lifting some weights. You don't eat chicken for <laughs> breakfast. My wife tries me to go to Chick-fil-A. She tries to get me to go to Chick-fil-A for breakfast sometimes. And chicken is not a breakfast. It is actually so good though. I do love Chick-fil-A. Uh, they're doing the Lord's work. So Christian chicken. <laughs> what was I going to tell you? What was I going to tell you? Sean? Does my beard look darker today? <laughs> Did you dye it? Did yeah. you just for men? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the problem. Here's the problem that I have with my beard. It, first of all, as you can see, it's not very full. And so when you dye it, it makes it feel a little bit more full, but that's not what I did it for this time. Also, like, especially in the mustache region, it's blonde. Yeah. A lot of people will mistake blonde for gray and I'm not gray. I have no grays, none, zero. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the deal. I was thinking about this this morning because like I need an eyelid lift. My eyelids like hang down really bad, but I don't think I'll ever do anything. Be- and I, I can never say never, but it's like hot when guys get older and have gray and they've got like wrinkles. And for women, it's different for some reason, even though I think women who age like naturally usually are just freaking stunning. But it's the same for dudes. Why are you getting rid of the sh- the salt and pepper? I don't have that. You didn't listen to me. I have <laughs> oh, no it's gray. Blonde. This isn't. This isn't. Also, uh, we mm-hmm. promise to be honest. This isn't uh, me trying to pretend that I have grays and it's blonde. No, it's blonde. It's been blonde my whole life. It. That's just the color that the. So wait. So you in. just. So you can't see the mustache very well, but you can see the rest of it. And so I I do the mustache so that it matches the rest of it. But you have to do the rest of it too, so that it all kind of comes together. And I don't do it very often because I hardly ever have a beard, but. I have this nineties country band and I wear a mustache in the band. And for many, 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 many of the shows, I wore a fake mustache with glue, but my face has truly become immune to the glue. I don't know what I've done to my lip, but it won't stick anymore. And so I have to have a real mustache. (laughs) That is a a big deal. (laughs) That stash. It's like a porn stash. Yeah. But I have to have a real one now. So I have to grow out the beard and then I have to shave into the mustache before the show. And I have to dye the mustache so that it looks like I have a mustache and it doesn't look like I have peach fuzz. And so there's a show coming up. 
up in a day or two. And so it's a a whole process. Yeah, it's a whole process. But I'm looking at myself in the camera and I can definitely tell that I dyed my beard. My craziest beard dyeing story. This was back when long before the band, I was doing this for no real reason other than the fact that I thought it looked good. And so I dye my beard. There was this one time where I was dyeing my beard and you have to let it sit in there for five minutes, the, the dye. And I had my shirt off because it'll get on anything else. And I looked down and all of a sudden for the first time in my life, I don't have chest hair, not much. It's like peach fuzz too. And I saw like big long hairs coming out of my nipples. And so I'm like, oh, nipple hair, that's universal. That's men and women. You got to have them tweezers ready. <laughs> no, this was beyond tweezer. This needed to be shaved. And so I I got the beard dye in and it's only five minutes. If you leave it in too long, then it's unnaturally dark. And so I get a razor and I don't hardly ever shave. So I don't use razors very well. And I took off a chunk of my nipple and I thought I was going to bleed to death. Like it is gushing blood out of my nipple. And I'm worried because I've got the beard dye in. Are you going to say you fainted and then it became like black, black, black? Well, I didn't. I didn't faint, but I did have to attend to the nipple. And I it went a little too far. Yeah, I disregarded the I disregarded the beard dye. And so it was full black. It was a full on black. So you look mask. like a supervillain. No. So I had to <laughs> shave off my beard and I never have like I always have at least some scrubble. And so everyone was like, why'd you shave off your beard? And I couldn't tell the real story at the time because I was embarrassed that I cut off my nipple and I left beard dye in too long. I trimming my nipple hair. <laughs> I left. That truly is. There's no saving that story. You were no. dyeing your beard and you saw a nipple hair, so you cut it, you cut your nipple. The ha- I mean, there's you can't twist that to fit any positive type of narrative. That whole no, story no. is just so Sean. It's very nice that I'm able to have this podcast so I can get it off my chest because my nipple is still deformed. There's still a hunk missing out. I was going to ask, is there when it gets cold, when it gets cold and they shoot out a little bit, it's only like three quarters. It's only like three quarters (laughs) shooting out on the right side. (laughs) If they ever have to identify your body, I'll be like, look at that weird ass nipple. Look for the nipple. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can always tell by the nipple. I, I always have wondered, and there's a lot of people that have wondered this, and this is like a dumb fifth grade joke, but truly, like, why did why did God give dudes nipples? I don't know, because women use it for lactation, which is like, honestly, I've had three children. That's the weirdest thing, especially with the first you go home from the hospital, and then you're like, I guess this person's going to suckle on my titty. It's the weirdest thing. And that's how they're going to get food. It's so bizarre. But I, yeah, I don't know why guys have nipples. I guess it would look funny without them. But if we never had them, then we wouldn't think that it would look funny without them either. That's also weird, too, that we've like sexualized the booby because <laughs> yeah. it is a it's a it's a feeding it's source. A food and source. So, yeah, it's, it's weird that dudes are like into looking at boobies because I know I've asked Ryan what it was meant for. I'm like, what is the fascination with boobs? Because I mean, like for his birthday, he would just want to stay home and play with my boobs all day long. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I can't think of a gift, I'm just going to go topless all day. And that's better than any gift. And I'm like, why? It's it's like fat. It's two weird piles of fat. And he just wants to touch them and squeeze them, <laughs> like slap them around a little. And he's like a cat. 
He's like oh, a cat okay. playing. I'm not done, Sean. He's like a cat <laughs> playing with a golf ball and a sock. Just. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> Poor Ryan. I hope his family doesn't listen to this. I do too, <laughs> because I'm a terrible gift giver. We've talked about that on an earlier episode, and this is just perfection. He's happy. I'm happy. And it, oh, it makes you it happy is. too. There's pleasure yeah, but, in it for you. You know, because then I don't feel guilty that I got him a really bad <laughs> gift. You know, like if he were to come out, even though one time, Sean, one time he offered me $50 to dance sexy for him. And I did. And the next day he took the money off the counter and I said, what? And he goes, that was not a very good dance. <laughs> and I was very insulted by that. Yeah, I would have probably been too. I would never give a sexy dance again at that point. <laughs> I said, listen, you got one free sexy dance for the rest of our lives until you die. Oh. I will never sexy dance for you again. I hope that $50 was worth it. I'm usually on I'm usually on team Ryan when we have these conversations, but this one I'm I'm going to take your side on. I would probably never give a sexy dance again either. I found it was a betrayal and yeah. he acted like he liked it in the moment. You know what I have noticed? He probably did like it in the moment. And then he was like, dang, 50 bucks. Yeah, but what do you expect? It's not like I'm a pole dancer. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm just, I'm just. How do you become one, now. though? I mean, one doesn't become an expert pole dancer. I don't feel like they practice. Oh, no. You just decide you one insane? day, I'm going to do it. I know Sean. there's fitness classes where you can do it, but I feel like the girls that actually do it for a living aren't taking the classes. Stop. They just you're, do it. And it's just a natural talent. No. I was built to be a stripper. <laughs> I'm the thighs of a stripper. No, you get like a pole and the pole twists. That's the secret to pole dancing is that the pole, a lot of people think it just stays in place, but it spins so you can spin around. And people that I've seen who can do it are like amazing. I mean, if you go to like high quality strip clubs in like Manhattan or Dallas or whatnot, you're going to see the chicks that know how to like climb a pole with their butt cheeks. And it is, it's an art. <laughs> I would be worried about pole burn on my butt cheeks. Cause even if you're good they're, at they're it, they're probably like, callous now. Friction. Yeah. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Good point. Uh, now I'll, I'll give women credit though. Uh, they go through a lot and y'all have to endure a lot in your lives, but it must be nice to be able to just shut a dude up by pulling your shirt off because I don't have any parts like that, that I can just be like, you know what? We're in a fight. I'm tired of fighting. Bam. It's my I, don't, dog. I, I can't just, she yeah, I can't just like, drop the drugs. Ew, yeah, you're pissing your me damn off. Pants. Yeah. It would make her more mad. But all she has to do and all you have to do for is whoop shirt off fights over. We're done. Move on yeah. with your life. You could get out of tickets as well. Yeah. You don't have to pay for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you just flick these babies up. Um, no, I, that's only for his eyes only, even though like, I'm like, I'm kind of nervous because we live in a very family oriented neighborhood. And, I'm like, and you know, obviously this is when Murphy is in school and no one is at home, but us and he's working upstairs and I'm in the cave downstairs, but I'll walk up and I'll just be topless just to get the reaction. What is, Sometimes, it you know what? Oh my God. This was during COVID. 
But sometimes when he's on video calls, I think it's hilarious to take my top off and like <laughs> dance for him. Like, <laughs> and one day he was taking a call in the dining room and I'm like, <laughs> and then I realized that there is a window or no, there's a mirror behind him. And so me doing this was also to the clients. No. Sean. Yes. The client sh- saw this. I w- he was on a video call and there was a big mirror behind. <laughs> and, you know, during video calls, people aren't paying attention to what the people are saying. They're staring at each other's houses and what they look like. Were you mortified? <laughs> Never going to meet him. <laughs> I bet he got a good buy. Ryan's a salesman. I bet he sold whatever he was trying to sell. <laughs> That's actually like his sales his trick. Yeah. He's like, uh, we got to close the deal. And I'm like, say no more. I whip the sports bra off. <laughs> good, trick. good trick. Anyway, so no, listen, I got a text this morning from my niece, Hattie, and she's like, I'm listening to your podcast. And if you would like your chair back, you can have it. <laughs> we were talking uh, yesterday on the podcast about how I went to AFW and I'm like, I am going to get because I had like this really cool modern chair that I found and it was just it's it looks so cool, but it's just it's not super comfortable. And if you have to sit for a while and do like editing or anything like that, it's just super uncomfortable. So we went to AFW and I found I'm like, I'm I looks be damned. I'm getting my I'm going to get a recliner. I'm going to get the most comfortable chair I can find. And that's what I did. Well, the problem with that is. It reclines. It slowly reclines. So throughout the show, I slowly go down on the screen. Um, And so it's not only distracting, but I was like, I kind of want my chair back. But I hope we could just communicate through these podcasts and I could say, yes, I would like my chair back. So I don't have to embarrassingly text her back because I feel bad. I gave it to her. I was like, you you want this chair? I mean, I feel like the right thing to do is probably to give her the chair, the nice chair, the grandpa recliner chair that you just bought. Well, that's what I thought I would offer. I would say, all right, bring me back my old chair and I'll give you this sexy recliner. It's actually not bad. It's like imitation leather and it's got a it's got a footstool and it reclines. I mean, I think I thought it was just perfect. I'm like, I'm going to be working in luxury. This is amazing. And then, you know, it sucks. It's probably not being operated correctly. I know there's there's a way there's a way to probably make it stop reclining. No, because there's a knob on the side. And if I loosen the knob, it just makes the back go back more like it turns into like a bed. There's no way to make it go higher. I bet your smart niece figures it out. So you give that chair to her that you probably spent hundreds of dollars on and she's going to make out like a little bandit. Speaking of fake leather, I, I work out before we do these videos most days. And so I'm pretty sweaty most days. And I also have a fake leather chair. And sometimes like when I get real sweaty on my legs and I'm in shorts, I find (laughs) that like the sweat dries on the, and it becomes like glue. And yesterday it pulled off hairs when I tried to. Yeah. So I've got to start wearing pants while we do these. You can't go pantless. That was another fun thing about Zoom calls. One time we were on a Zoom call. uh, I don't think you were still there. No, you weren't still there. But we were on a Zoom call and our friend Marcus 
who's in a, he's a great DJ and he's, he was on kiss. Uh, but he texted me and he goes, I dare you to take this zoom call from the toilet. And I'm like, all right. I'm an, and then I've got Ryan, who's the most professional. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Marcus, do you double dare me? And he's like, yeah. And there's like 20 people on the call. And I took it. I didn't pull my pants down. I sat on the lid, but yeah. I did it. I did what I was asked to do. And I probably look like a dumbass to everybody, but I did it. Did you and get I comments? thought it was funny. No, nobody said anything. Which then after like 15 minutes, I'm like, well, this is awkward. Now I got to get up from the toilet. <laughs> so I just sat there frozen the entire time thinking this was a poor judgment move. Marcus probably really enjoyed watching, though. He did. He's like, I can't believe that dumbass did something else I asked her to do. Um, can we talk for a minute about Murphy is six and she is such a klepto, like next level klepto, like. She came home a few weeks ago and she, oh, Jesus is awful. She's playing with this like big coin. It looked like a Chuck E. Cheese token. And I'm like, what do you got there? She's like, oh, it's a, uh, it's mine. And I said, okay, cool. Can I see it? She's like, okay. And she hands it to me. And it's one of those chips that alcoholics get when they hit 30 days or no, a yeah. year. Right. It's a year. You get a chip. That's what she had. I don't know where she got that. Where would she have gotten that from? Number yeah. one. Number two, I'm going to throw something else at you that doesn't make sense. It was, and I didn't even know this was th a thing. It was the from the African-American <laughs> AA chapter. Where would she have gone to get that? Number one. And number two. Is there someone out there missing their chip? And I hope it doesn't make them fall off the wagon. Like maybe they looked at it every day and they were like, I did this and I can continue to do this. And then my kid's like, Yoink! and now I'm scared. I'm worried yeah. about that. They're going to fall off the wagon. But so I took it from her and now I have this chip from AA African-American division. And it says I haven't Sounds drank like for a, a relic. Yeah, it's a relic. You should save it for sure could be worth some money. I have a friend who has one of those coins, not an African-American one, but just a normal, <laughs> like, just right. Like, yeah. Okay. And and that's what I said. I said, it doesn't say, it I doesn't didn't know say there white. was like, yeah, like it, doesn't divisions. Say white it doesn't say white person, <laughs> white person one year free, but he is actually, he's a Mexican guy. Um, and it doesn't say Mexican guy either. It just says one year clean, but he doesn't let anybody peso? talk to it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can say that because I have Mexican people in my family. Yeah, I can tell. And um, Vietnamese. So we'll be visiting that later. Okay. Well, he has one of those coins and he doesn't let anyone touch it. Like it's a thing. Dang we it. Close. We were really close friends for a while. And you touched he, it. Well, one time I, we were close, close. And I was like, come on, dude, just let me like, just, just a tiny touch and see what happens. Like, <laughs> see if it makes you all of a sudden like have to have a beer. I you hope it does, and I won't let you have a beer if it does. But I wonder if like something changes if I just barely touch it. And he did not find that funny. And he's a pretty funny guy. He's like, <laughs> no, this is a serious thing. No one, my wife, my kids, they don't touch it. No one touches <gasps> it. And I don't know what? if that's a thing with all the coins, but if it is, this poor African American fella. And I don't even know where to begin to look because if if we're being completely honest on this podcast, I'm embarrassed to say I do not have any African American friends. I would love I'd love Stop. to have Hold on, you do. 
Who? Marcus. Who? Marcus. Oh, who shit. Did, yeah. You were just you talking about your one African-American whole... friend. Damn it, Marcus. I totally forgot. You're right. I can say this stuff. Maybe it's Marcus's coin. <gasps> Marcus. I know. And he starts posting on Instagram. He's like drunk and doing going live. <laughs> he doesn't do that. He's a very stand up guy. Marcus and I used to work out together. We would go and we would work out at this place. And Marcus is he's a bigger fella, right? He's a bigger yeah. and I'm a skinny fella. And I thought, man, I'm. it was just him and I that would work out with this trainer. It was a radio thing. And yeah. uh, I thought, man, I'm going to run laps around this guy. I'm going to show him what's up. And Marcus is a strong gentleman and he put me to shame most days. And, and I could see sad. that he's and and Marcus is also a police officer. And so I would not like I, Marcus would scare me if he came to my door. It was like, Where's my chip? Just because he's black. Or because no, he's because strong. he's so big. Oh. He's like the he's like a big presence. He and is so a big I would presence. Be like, oh my god, no one probably messes with you when you pull him over. I've seen how strong he is too, because he he does more push ups than me, and he has a lot more weight to push up than me. Yeah, he's strong. You well, didn't know that until I told you that. Don't don't act like you knew that Marcus was strong. <laughs> I know it's true. I didn't know he was strong, but I'm not shocked by it. There, sometimes you look at. I know. Listen, I know someone I went to school with for years, and he is a kooky mofo. His name's Gabe, and Gabe one day just out of nowhere decided he wanted to sign up for an MMA fight. <laughs> now, yeah, like you got to train for that. You got to train. He didn't. From what I remember, he did not have an official trainer. He would just go out in the country and run. And he would run and run. And, and then he would like do like, I mean, he'd like lift logs. He just kind of was a mountain man. And I went to watch this fight. And the guy that comes out to fight him, I mean, he's like ripped. And then Gabe comes out and he, Gabe won. He beat the crap out of the really? guy. Just from no trainer, no, he just ran in the country, you know, like Rocky. Yeah, and I couldn't even believe down. it. I'm like, he's going to get killed. These people are like savages. And then he won. I couldn't even believe it. It was the best. Well, at one point, I will say he stuck his arms out like a T and he did try to do a helicopter thing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that's, that's not move. real. <laughs> yeah, that's not a real move. That's only from cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Good for but him for trying, though. Good for him. That's awesome. I actually used to, I for seven or eight years, I announced MMA fights, and I remember. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and there, there's the thing about the the fights is like when you get to a certain level, like the the pro level they're they're legit like you know yeah. that they train and they know what they're doing but they have these amateur fights too and there's some of these cuckoo guys and gals Dude. They're, they're like your friend although that they they don't win they think that they can fight and they get in there and like they legit like some of them i'm concerned for their safety right i was completely concerned and ryan and i went and i'm like this is insanity he like this is so and i could i mean and here's what's weird dude would take a hit and it was like he didn't feel it. He was crazy. Yeah, he's one those of those crazy the guys that was like, he got blood on his teeth and he's laughing and he's doing a helicopter punch situation <laughs> and he still wins. And we're like, damn. Yeah, those wow. are the kind of guys you don't want to mess with. They have a different. Yeah, they're different. 
There There was one lady though. There was one lady and she's become my friend actually over the years. This made national news. She decided she wanted to be an MMA fighter. She was in her mid sixties, an older lady. And so she wants to fight. They have to find an opponent and they can't like try to like find somebody. They have to put a real opponent against her. And so this young, like legit MMA fighter fights her probably in her mid twenties and whooped her ass. And it was like, Wait, I, I the twenty-something-year-old yeah. older woman's yeah. ass. Yeah. Well, that yeah, yeah, yeah. sucks. I feel and like so. Yeah, that sucks for the twenty-year-old. Like she's legit trying to go have easy. A career. No, she's oh. having like this is legit for her. This is her career. She wants to be a thing, and now she's got to like this is kind of a sideshow, and she's got to she's got to take care of business. It's her job. But yeah. she also probably deep down inside is like, man, I really don't want to whoop the heck out of this woman. And she did, but it made national news and they didn't even give the lady that won any sort of credit or any sort of like kudos. It was all about the old lady. that. that In the story, was it like, and she lost? Yeah, she she didn't didn't win. It's usually the national news will like it'll be about and she won and it was an amazing thing and she beat a 20 year old. So that's kind of a downer of a story. Well, they, they found a way to spin it so that it was like, she got to live out her dream and she was, it was, it was actually, they spun it really inspiring and she is very inspiring. Like anyone that's brave enough to do that. Yeah. I'm in my, I'm in my mid thirties and you could not get me to go into a ring with a trained fighter. I would not do that ever. (laughs) And this lady's in her mid sixties. She legit trained. She went, she chased after her dreams and it was an inspiring story, but the ending, like where you actually have to fight somebody was kind of sad. Yeah, I know that is a total bummer. I would say, I would venture to say that the smaller scale MMA fights, because the one that we went to, um, to watch our friend Gabe, he, it was at the, um, it was in Greeley where the stampede is. Oh yeah. Island um, Grove. yeah. Island Grove. And so that's where it was. You get to like that level of MMA fighting. It's great. It's great. Cause people are nuts. They're yeah. nuts. And they're just out there. Cause they're just want to try it. And they, or they want to get up, up in the world. It's, it's insanity. The funniest part about the MMA fighters is they're so mean in the ring for those 10, 15, 20 minutes that they fight, but they're like the nicest people ever. Over those seven or eight years, I made some of my best friends. They're so nice. They're just lovely people. Yeah, but they have to put out their persona. Like, you know, before a fight, when they do the press conference and they have to like shake hands and they stir each other. Yeah, that's sometimes they get bizarre. Like, mean, they get mean with each other and they'll be like yeah. pre fight fights, but they're, they're most of them. I'm sure there's some really mean ones, but most of them are really nice people. Speaking of this, this is a true story. And I don't know that I should tell this because it's like I think ongoing, you should. And it's, oh, it's ongoing. Friend. It's ongoing and it's a real friend. I can't say his name and I, I won't say his name, but he's got two can you older say, kids. Oh, can you say, oh, okay. I don't want to get kids involved. Go ahead. No, older kids, they're adults. Okay, so can you, you don't want to say his name. Say what it rhymes with, like for no, Ryan. I'm not gonna do that. No, Ryan. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No one listening to this. <laughs> so he's got two adult kids, and they got into like a physical altercation. They've always not gotten along very well. There's like some jealousy issues and some things that happen. There's a pretty big age gap. And anyway, they got into a physical fight, and he called me the other day, and he's like, "Man, this is horrible. It's just a nasty situation. This is true." And he's like, "They believe that the only way they can solve this long term." is to like legit fight and he's for it. He, he, as the dad, he's like, I think that it's legit. I think they should fight. I'm going to find him a ring. I'm going to find him a referee and I'm going to let him throw blows. And I'm just like, I I'm trying to put myself in that, 
situation. Yeah, but if you think about it, isn't that totally a Kevin Costner Yellowstone move? Where he'd be <laughs> like, let him fight it out. Yeah. I'm going to go eat dinner and they could beat the crap out of each other. I mean, I think there was actually an episode or yeah, two. Yeah, there was about that on Yellowstone. So this guy is just making Kevin Costner level decisions and I'm all for it. Except for Rip and Casey, when they did that, they went out to like the cow pen and it was bare knuckles, like people bleeding and spitting blood. And I think this is going to be like a boxing match where you have gloves and you have a, probably those little helmets. Oh, like a mouth guard. Mouth guards and a referee where if someone's getting their ass kicked too bad, it gets stopped. Like, yeah. You want to let them fight, take them to the cow pen. Yeah, like Kevin Costner. Basically to the death until one of them's like, I'm about to die. You got to stop. So wait, wait, what happens if, I mean, there's like brain damage or, you know, somebody jumps on the other and they get paralyzed or something. And then you as the parent have to be like, I okayed it. Well, that's why I think he wants it in like a real controlled environment. Yeah, that's true. Because this... They they know the rules okay. in the boxing world. So anyway, that that's just wild to me. Like I would never let. Maybe that's the way you that it needs to be that, done. Though, but I wouldn't let my there. boys. Well, no, I'm just saying I wouldn't let my boys do it. I would like you guys want to fight. Stop. We're gonna go to see the therapist <laughs> or something. I'm not putting you in a boxing ring. <laughs> I remember my sisters who were older. I'm the youngest of four, but my older sisters. I remember one time they got in a physical altercation. It was a slap fight to end all slap fights. (laughs) My sister Katie wore glasses at the time. They went flying. It was a whole big thing. It's weird to think back now because that's such a- Were they young? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they were like high school. Oh, okay. That's That's a little more normal. Yeah. How adulty- Okay. So you say your friend's kids are adults. How old are we talking here? I think that one of them's like 20 something. The other one's like 30 something. Okay. So like they're, they're full on grown adults out of the house, grown adults, but I, he's going to rent a ring and a referee (laughs) and everything. (laughs) That's what he told me. Okay. Can I, I think he was looking for my advice and I'm like, I don't, yeah, I guess that's great. You should let them fight in the ring. Did you give oh. the golden advice that you just gave like two seconds ago where you're like, if my two boys want to fight, I say, you want to fight? Stop. <laughs> go, go to therapy. No, I was like, hey, you need a ring announcer? I'll do it for a thousand bucks. I said, hey, you need someone to watch? I'll do it for free <laughs> from my car. I'll just pull it up and roll the window down. <laughs> you don't have to save me a seat or nothing. Um, now would be a good time to thank our sponsor, Spice and Tea Exchange. Did you know, Sean, that you can go into their Fort Collins location off of Harmony and you can walk in and they have an actual tea bar where you just pick what kind you want? It's so great. And like then you get you- to drink it in there? Yes, they have like a little table and chairs. And so you can go. It's like a cafe, but it's also a great place for shopping. If you're looking for spices, for meat rubs, for I mean, really anything. If you're looking for something to drink and they've got recipes available to at their store from mocktails to dips and everything in between. You can find out what about, it, what about huh? cocktails? Um, what about- yeah, I mean, you could add alcohol, but. You know, Sean, yeah. you always bring so much. <laughs> well, some people like 
alcohol in their mocktails. That's true. So you can make cocktails or mocktails and dips and rubs and all the in-between. And all you have to do when you stop into the store is you have to just say, Sadie has no friends. They'll know what you're talking about and you will get 10% off. They'll agree with you and they'll give you money <laughs> off of your purchase. But seriously, go check out this place. We, I love it. I love these, going in there. They made these nuts that had, I've talked about them, but these nuts, I can't ever stop thinking about them. They're nuts and they had like a bacon flavor with like sugar and they, they were probably the best thing I've ever eaten in my life. This is the second time I've heard about you, th- these nuts in like a week. <laughs> Sean I'm just- going to just keep talking about them. Go in there and say, Sadie has no friends and I want whatever you did to those nuts <laughs> that Sean talks about, please. <laughs> Sean loves them nuts. Okay, so thank you to our friends, our sponsor, the Spice and Tea Exchange. And be sure, I'm reminding everybody to click on that subscribe button and be sure to follow us on social media because it, it takes up my entire life now. I am constantly posting things from videos on TikTok to little clips on Instagram. You can find us anywhere on social media and... Coming up, we've got the YouTube channel, Sean, where people can Is that watch. the big announcement tomorrow? Because tomorrow's the day for the big announcement. Um, nope. It's a different big announcement. Tomorrow's oh, not shoot. the day for the announcement. You told me Friday. Well, it's actually, you know what? It actually lands on a Saturday. I thought it was a Friday. I'm a terrible planner. Um, so it ha- the big announcement going to happen? Let's. Mm, oh, let's record a bonus video that we can then play. Uh, I could post on Saturday. <laughs> Sean's looking at me like, what? <laughs> There's always bonus video, bonus this, bonus that. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to episode 19 of Sadie Has No Friends. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, Sean. See you. Bye.